This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey guys, what's up? It's Allison. I want to thank you for tuning in once again to another one of my podcast episodes on Allison Interviews. So this particular interview was actually recorded with Shania Twain right before the pandemic struck. So I'm thinking like February 2020, somewhere in there. And she did lose a good part of her voice as the result of Lyme disease. So her voice is not quite as powerful, but she is bar none one of my heroes. And I tell her this much during the conversation that when I was a struggling writer in my 20s, I used to drive around LA up in the hills and I would listen to her music and it would just make me feel like everything was going to be okay. And you know what? Everything is more than okay. So, hey, the power of music, the power of Shania Twain. This is a short one. It's about 20 minutes, but I hope you guys really enjoy it. And yeah, she's just a great, beautiful spirit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with the one and only Shania Twain. Looking back over five decades of life, what have been the three most formative experiences of your life so far? I would say formative. My youth growing up in a small mining northern town in in Canada was very formative. That stayed with me in many, many, many ways. I would say permanently. (laughs) Okay. And then my first marriage was definitely formative. That was a huge just everything changed uh, in my life, personally, creatively. I mean, I should go back to number two of my parents dying. Personal earthquake, shattering, life-shattering. Yeah, then my first marriage, that was life-changing in many ways. A creative partnership that that became, has changed my life forever. Having a child was an incredibly life-changing experience again. Right. And um, very beautiful one. Got a lot of consistency and stability to me emotionally. My voice, I would say it a lot. Okay. And the, the weak skin of my voice. Right. And how have you turned those things into blessings? Or how do you feel that you were being shaped to be made stronger through those situations? Well, I mean, even if I start at, you know, losing my voice, and my divorce, the silver lining during all of that was, you know, falling into love with somebody that, is, that has been an incredible support through those difficult times. So my second marriage has been an incredible re-strengthening of my confidence, just my will to even want to sing again, things like that. It's amazing. The power of love is remarkable. And, and I, you know, I'm just very grateful to have found that again. And I think ever since then, I've been going along and enjoying, you know, so much of what I had lost in for a very long time. The courage to, to, to regain my voice even and, and then, you know, then become, get on stage again and take all those risks and even just to fall in love again and forget that. Right, you know, of course. And to trust. 
something I wanted to share with you because I know I'm one of millions is that when I was in my early twenties, I remember I was trying to find work as a writer and in the, in the creative field, I was very young. I was living in Los Angeles. And I remember I would listen to your music. I would listen to who's bed have your boots been under and from this moment and, and all of these inspirational songs. And they would comfort me and buoy me and kind of keep me company and kind of hold my hand. And when I stopped to think about the fact that there are probably millions upon millions of people who you've kept company for all around the world, and you'll never know who they are. You'll never know their stories. Do you ever stop to think about all of the millions of people who you've spent time with through your music that you'll never know? And what does that enormity feel like? The fact that you've helped people through maybe the darkest or most challenging time of their lives, and you don't even know who they are. Well, I relate to it very, very well, because that is exactly what music does for me. Okay. I understand completely what you're talking about and, and what um, you know, what role music plays, and sometimes the artist as well, if, if you relate to the artist, as well as to the music, it is, it's an essential, it is it's such a huge part of my daily life. I'm affected, my moods are affected by, by what's on. I'm very easily influenced by music. I've never been into, uh, you know, all my years, you know, when I was very young, getting into this business, and I was never into drugs or taking anything to enhance my creativity. I was never a partier. I was always extremely very serious and focused as an artist. And but music itself was where I would get lost and I would really literally get high on in in the state of whatever state of mind that that music took me. So mm-hmm. I understand how people Yeah. Like, how they would feel that way. So if I can make people relate, if I can have that effect on people through my music, yeah, I've achieved anything I could ask for. Hmm. One thing that I've noticed that so many people I've interviewed have in common who have reached the top of their field, whatever that field may be, is that they all seem to have in common, and I don't know if you fall into this category, so you'll tell me, where they are really masters at manipulating energy and matter, meaning like manifesting their hopes, their dreams, their desires, their creativity, literally into physical existence. They're masters at it. Do, would you put yourself in that category? Definitely. I think there is a one-track mind, even now I still have this, but certainly when I was developing and, and on a path, I was unwaverable. There was no distractions, and all my energy was in whatever goals I was setting for myself. I think that's the only way you can really, when you even use the word master, sometimes you can even master your own development in your craft and get that good at something that it's completely, that you're inseparable from that ability and that skill. Um, so, you know, I've spent so much of my life in that mode, I guess if you will, and I still do that now, especially in song writing or whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm, it's, it's, I'm always 100% in that. Okay. And it's a frame of mind. It's sort of, it's a type of, it's almost a type of meditation. It's a very, very, very focused process for sure. Okay. 
And I know this is your second Las Vegas residency. What is different maybe in how you feel or how you've chosen to present yourself to the audience? What's different this go around from the first time you did the La- a Las Vegas residency? Well, this Las Vegas residency at Dapos is very much geared to the spirit of the room, the atmosphere of the room, which is very informal. So I designed the show so that when I bring people up on stage, they're much, they're part of the story in the, uh, the, the vignette or the, um, uh, the story in that moment in the show. So I've got, for example, a couple coming up for a romance, you know, the most romantic scene in the house, which is on the stage. And I wrote a white glove, a white glove treatment for them while they're up on stage. So they've got the best seat in the house, Aww. white glove treatment. They are, you know, they're given champagne and they, they're serenaded true, uh, from this moment on. So, cause so, and I did that obviously because so many people have been married to my song. Sure. Um, just from, you know, from this moment on. And then, you know, then I have a, a more country influence section that I have organized a saloon set for people to come up and dance. And I created a specific, um, choreography of a line dance can-can. So it's quite funny and, and light-spirited. And so very much built for the audience to be in the show. It's a stand-up room. It's a party room. So I thought Let's Go would be the perfect trigger title for that, for that mood. Oh, I love that. Okay. I know that your mother was your greatest champion and greatest cheerleader for your career when you were a child. If you could magically cross dimensions for just one moment to have a conversation with her to either maybe tell her something or ask her something, what would it be? Well, it would probably be how did she recognize talent at such a young age? Mm. Uh, I always wondered what made her feel that I was so capable that, you know, that, that she recognized it because she wasn't useful herself at all. And to sacrifice and push so hard at it, she must have believed in it intensely. And it's difficult. I mean, it must have been really obvious, but still, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I guess if you have a three to four year old, you know, downhill skier, you know, obviously, right before your eyes seeing better than everybody else, that you can bet that with training they're going to be a champion. But I don't know, with, with music, I'm not sure it's as obvious. So I, I applaud her for that, and I, I want to talk to her about that. And mm. um, we sacrifice so much, you know, yeah, to develop my music. So, yeah, it's her conviction. Where did that conviction come from? Where did that come from? Hmm. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Firstly, I want to thank Athletic Greens for sponsoring this podcast 
Athletic Greens has a product called AG1 that I have been using literally every morning. When I start my morning with AG1 drink first thing before my coffee or my morning smoothie, it's a whole different ball game. So I wake up in the morning. As soon as I get down to the kitchen, I put in a scoop of AG1 into my water. I stir it up. I drink it down. It's a few seconds out of my morning and I just feel so much more energetic than I did before. I get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one drink. I feel like I'm starting my day on the right foot, and it's a good feeling to know that you're starting your day by being kind to yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, and I respect their company values. Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. They also stay on the cutting edge of nutritional research, which is super important to me. AG1 is the single greatest thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews. Again, it's athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Firstly, I want to thank Athletic Greens for sponsoring this podcast. Athletic Greens has a product called AG1 that I have been using literally every morning. When I start my morning with AG1 drink first thing before my coffee or my morning smoothie, it's a whole different ballgame. So I wake up in the morning. As soon as I get down to the kitchen, I put in a scoop of AG1 into my water. I stir it up. I drink it down. It's a few seconds out of my morning, and I just feel so much more energetic than I did before. I get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one drink. I feel like I'm starting my day on the right foot, and it's a good feeling to know that you're starting your day by being kind to yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, and I respect their company values. Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. They also stay on the cutting edge of nutritional research, which is super important to me. AG1 is the single greatest thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews. Again, it's athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's talk about your second movie that's coming out next month, I still believe. And uh, I saw the trailer. It made me cry. It's about the, the, the story of Jeremy Camp and... It struck me so much. Um, I mean, I didn't know this until I saw the trailer and then I read the synopsis of the movie that his first wife had ovarian cancer and he was just completely devoted. You know, talk about being like single minded and, and knowing what you want. He was just so devoted to her and, and took that huge risk on love, knowing that he would probably lose her. How do you feel about that? Do you think that you could ever? just jump in a hundred percent and devote yourself to love 
knowing that there's a good chance you could experience it temporarily and then lose it? Do you think you could take that risk? Yes, I would, I would do that. I, I, I would definitely do that. It was, I mean, it was a hard, it's a heartbreaking story, but it's so, and I, I think it's just best to jump in sometimes in the moment and live in the moment, not knowing where, where it will end. And even if there's a probability that will end, and badly, I think love is never a waste of time. It's never a loss. It's always a gain. And this movie proves that in the most ultimate way and also uh, the most selfless way possible. And true love is selfless. Mm. I love um, that. So it was very moving and very inspiring. And yeah, it, it's the, the ultimate in selflessness, Okay, which love should be. You've really had two great experiences so far, I'm assuming, because your first movie you worked opposite John Travolta, and now in this film, you were working with Gary Sinise, two incredibly gifted actors. What did you learn from each of them about the craft of acting? Well, I mean, they are so experienced as actors, and they influenced me a lot. I learned a lot from them. They were very kind and very helpful. It made me feel very much at ease, and... I just love being on the set. The same with John Travolta. You know, it made me feel very comfortable. And it's just somewhere I feel I belong. Um, it comes to me very naturally. I have no nerves about it or anything like that. And I really would love to do more of it. So it sparked an interest that I didn't realize I had. Hmm. So it's a newfound joy in my life where I can be creative and step out of myself like no other element in my career. Have you started thinking about what your legacy is going to be? Do you think about that at all? Well, I don't think too much about about the end and the future. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be dark and grim. I'm just... <laughs> so that's not really like a thought yet. You know, it came to my mind because I, when I was watching all the Oscars coverage, somebody said, made this comment like, oh, uh, Brad Pitt is now at a point where he's starting to think about his legacy. And I'm thinking when you get to be, you know, at a, at a certain point after you've worked for a few decades, is that the thought? Is that what starts to happen where you start to think about what is my legacy going to be? I don't know. Just something that, uh, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what mine would be. I think I'd, I'd be better off asking other people what they thought. Mm. What should I not claim represent? What is she to them or her music to them? Is it, is it the music that's the legacy to them? Do you still have a bucket list at this point? And if so, what's on it? Ah, yeah, I have, I have a few things. One thing on my bucket list is I want to ride uh, horses in the Bahamas, out in the nature, in the Zumas. That's what I want to do. That's the bucket list. I want to live somewhere in nature, really remote and cut off from the rest of the world for like a month. <laughs> okay. Off the grid. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I mean, it's fun to be an Oscar. Okay. I was going to ask you about that, uh, but I didn't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, no, that would be a bucket list thing, of course. Why not? Okay. I would add that to my bucket list. <laughs> well, I, I have it's no doubt for, you know? whatever you set your mind to, you can do. And do you pray? And if so, who or what do you pray to? Yes, I do. I pray in the form of meditation. I believe very much in 
you know, a greater force, a creator. And I have a daily reflection on the creator of everything, um, my life, the world, all existence. And it's very much a part of my, uh, my daily reflection. I make a point of never asking for anything. I believe that, that the creator is doing everything at, at will. And um, it's my role to fulfill that will. And that's what I really believe. Okay. And what do you think you came into this life as Shania Twain to learn? Whatever you believe or subscribe to, if you believe that your soul came here to learn certain things. So what do you think you came here in this life to learn? And what do you think you came into this life to teach? Well, I mean, I always see my own purpose as fulfilling the will of, of the creator. I, uh, I'm, that is, again, you know, a genuine uh, deep feeling. And I, I, I don't really always know what that is. It's not always clear. And I have no idea where I'm going in that sense. But whatever I do do, I do it as, as best I can. I, I commit myself. I think I've learned a lot. Probably come into this life um, to understand how powerful music, how much more powerful, you know, communication music is beyond my own plan. You know, the plan is just always it's so much bigger than I, than I, as you know, could ever make it. And so I'm always reminded that, you know, the music and everything, anything that I ever put out there as a person, a human being, as an artist, is, is much, it's just so much greater than I am. Okay. And that's wonderful. And I, I enjoy the feeling of letting it go and belonging to whoever else it affects. And in my case, it's on a mass scale. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to me. And I, I don't feel ownership of, of it, if that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. What do you think you've taught your son, Asia, about women through your life? I think Asia has learned that, just for example, that women are completely capable of their own independence, independent decision-making, independent you know, financial support, uh, independent dreaming, and also, you know, I've always been this strong, independent woman in Asia's life figure, but... I've also reminded him often that I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I I have my flaws and my weaknesses, and that I and that it's important to uh, have empathy for the people you revere in your life. So I hope he's learned that and takes that away with you know with him because I want him to also realize that he needs to be a support to the women in his life as well. That they're not always the pillars. They're not always the rock. Okay. A lot of strong women give that impression and we are. Mm. We can do almost anything, but, you know, it's good for sons to know that we're human and we all need each other. I agree 100%. One day far off in the future, because I don't want to, I don't want to say that it's anytime soon, but at some point when somebody does make a movie about your life, a biopic, what is the one thing that you pray to God that they get right? I would really want the conflicts in my life to be depicted, you know, respectfully. There's so much up and down in my life that I would want, you know, those would be the most important, in my opinion, um, foundations to any 
life story movie on me because I find it difficult to cope with sensationalizing things that have been so important to me in my life. And yeah, I wouldn't want any of the integrity of the actual story to get to be abused or exploited. Um, so that was all I needed to say. Okay. Well, before I let you go, I just want to say to you, thank you for the incredible music. Thank you. And it was a pleasure sure. speaking with you. So much. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank Best you. of luck. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.